Hunt says government to open immigration for key sectors, but only in short-term, business live. Kayleena Makertoff Hunt is then pressed on Conservative Party pressure to lower immigration, all while the UK is facing a skills gap. Aside from trying to get parents, early retirees, and those struggling with disabilities into the workforce, he says the government will open borders for key sectors struggling with labor shortages, but only in the short term. We will, at the margins, always be pragmatic. So for example, we put care homes on the shortage occupation list, some construction industry sectors, and we will keep talking to all of you about where there are short-term challenges. What we need to do is to tap into the incredible potential that we have at home at the same time, and as we make that journey to be sensible and pragmatic about the immigration requirements where there are particular pressures. Updated at 6.32 EDT. 13M ago 06.46 EDT. Bowes Bailey, people in the UK can rely on their banks. Despite the failure of three US banks and Switzerland's Credit Suisse, Bailey has said UK consumers and businesses shouldn't fear. I should note that overseas bank failures have resulted in asset price volatility recently and spreads on UK banks' wholesale funding rose for a while. But this was short-lived, implying little impact on the interest rates facing households and companies. The UK banking sector remains resilient, with robust capital and strong liquidity positions, and it continues to have the capacity to support the economy. People in the United Kingdom can rely on their banks. He adds that the Interest Rate Setting Monetary Policy Committee has not had to shift course as a result of the banking turmoil, nor should it. 24M ago 06.36 EDT. Perhaps in an effort to try ensure the Bank of England seems more in touch following its chief economist's faux pas, last month, Bailey has said he understands the pressures facing those worse off during the cost of living crisis. Bailey says he visited a food bank in Exeter yesterday, where it was clear that many people face difficult choices and have had to cut back. Even on essentials. It comes weeks after Bo chief economist who Pill faced criticism for saying that British households and businesses need to accept they are poorer and stop seeking pay increases and pushing prices higher. Support The Guardian Fiercely independent journalism shapes a fairer world. At The Guardian, we have no billionaire owner, so we're free to report rigorously on world events, never manipulated or silenced by outside influence. This live blog is no different and is a great way to understand every single minute of a story as it unfolds. We've been publishing our live blogs for more than two decades, covering huge political moments, conflict and war, natural disasters, sports matches and so much more. And they have been read by millions because we keep Guardian journalism open and free for everyone. We all deserve to read trustworthy information to better understand our world's people, power and politics. But to fund this vital work, we rely on the generosity of readers who are in a position to pay for news. If you can, please support us on a monthly basis from just $2. It takes less than a minute to set up. Thank you. 28M ago 06.32 EDT and while rising interest rates make it harder for households too, he says it's a necessary tool that the bow have to use. 
Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey has said monetary policy can't make the impact on real incomes go away. Bailey says, We know that higher interest rates make things hard for many people too. But we're conscious that high inflation always hits the least well-off the hardest. Our job is to make sure inflation is low and stable, so we have had to raise rates to bring inflation back down. He adds, Monetary policy can't make the impact on real incomes go away, I'm afraid. What we have to do is to take action to ensure that inflation falls as the external shocks abate, that inflationary impulses from these external sources do not cause persistent second-round effects on domestic wage and price setting that could hold inflation up for longer. That is why we have increased bank rate by nearly 41 halves percentage points from December 2021, from 0.1% then to 4.5% now. 33M ago 06.27 EDT. Bose Bailey, inflation was not exacerbated by too loose monetary policy. Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey is focusing on inflation and says that while the bow can help with price pressures, some factors have been completely out of its control. He pushed back against arguments that the bow could have done more to prepare itself for the shocks that eventually hit the UK economy, i.e. pandemic supply chain pressures and Russia's invasion of Ukraine, namely by tightening monetary policy earlier. I'd like to push back strongly against one argument you sometimes hear, which is that inflation is high because monetary policy was too loose in the past. The headline is that, even if we had had the benefit of full hindsight in the run-up to the war in Ukraine, an ample advanced warning, which for the record we did not, no one did, then in order to keep inflation at around 2%, we would have had to raise the bank rate well into double digits, sending unemployment much higher than it is today, and we would have had to do so in the middle of the worst pandemic in more than a century. 48M ago 06.12 EDT Next up at the BCC Annual Conference, Bank of England Andrew Bailey. 51M ago 06.09 EDT. Katie Prescott from The Times pushes the Chancellor on comments from businesses who say they frustrated by onerous regulation and other roadblocks to operating in the UK. She cites e-money firm Revlet that is still waiting to secure a UK banking license, though we understand, through previous reporting, T, that there may be other factors at play in the delay. His message? Contact government ministers. So the first thing I would say is if you have any concerns, come and talk to me. Come and talk to Kemi Badenoch and talk to Michelle Donnellan because we want to do everything we can to support those businesses. In Revelit's case in particular, I have had a number of discussions and we are introducing a growth duty for our financial sector regulators in the financial services and markets bill that is coming up. And they have been very responsive recently in understanding the need to foster the UK competitiveness and fintech is one of our great success stories. 1H ago 06.01 EDT Turning to audience questions, Simon Jack from the BBC asks about the other story we've been following this morning, regarding Vauxhall carmaker Stellantis railing against post-Brexit rules. They are concerned that the post-Brexit deal will end up taxing manufacturers that have to source parts from outside the UK, despite claims that they have no other option. Jeremy Hunt agrees that in the UK we need to have battery-making capacity in the UK and hence more supply may be coming down the line. 
We have the ability under the post-Brexit trading arrangements to import EV batteries from other EU countries. But the reality is there is a supply shortage, everyone is trying to develop supply of EV batteries, and so we need to have that supply here in the UK. The closer it's located to the factories that are making the rest of the car, the better. And all I would say is, watch this space, because we are very focused on making sure the UK gets that EV manufacturing capacity. 1 Ichigo 0.5.49 EDT On Brexit, Jeremy Hunt is pressed by the moderator about the challenge that Brexit has posed for many businesses in the room for the BCC conference this morning. He sidestepped the question a bit, saying that any change in your trading relations with your biggest trading partner presents challenges, but notes that the surge in energy prices linked to the war in Ukraine have also hampered businesses. He then goes on to talk about Britain's successes and opportunities in life sciences, tech and education. But it's up to us, as every business person here knows, it's up to us to make the most of that opportunity. 1 Ichigo 0.5.42 EDT those working from home, take warning, Hunt says remote working should be the exception, not the rule. Hunt is hoping workers get back into the office, with working from home becoming the exception and not the rule. While he's supportive of the policy for those with disabilities and mobility issues, he says business innovation may be hampered by having people working at their kitchen tables without the opportunity for spontaneous collaboration. There is nothing like sitting around a table, seeing people face-to-face, -face, developing team spirit, and I worry about the loss of creativity when people are permanently working from home and not having those water-cooler moments where they bounce ideas off each other. And not every great business idea happens in a structured formal meeting. And so I think that's why increasingly businesses are saying they want people back, unless there's a reason. I think we will get to a point where the default is with exception of specific categories of work, like for example, call center work, but I think the default will be you work in the office, and so there's a good reason not to be in the office, and gradually we're getting there. 2H ago 05.22 EDT Hunt, government will ease immigration for struggling sectors, but only short term. Hunt is then pressed on conservative party pressure to lower immigration, all while the UK is facing a skills gap. Aside from trying to get parents, early retirees, and those struggling with disabilities into the workforce, he says the government will open borders for key sectors struggling with labor shortages, but only in the short term. We will, at the margins, always be pragmatic. So for example, we put care homes on the shortage occupation list, some construction industry sectors, and we will keep talking to all of you about where there are short-term challenges. What we need to do is to tap into the incredible potential that we have at home at the same time, and as we make that journey to be sensible and pragmatic about the immigration requirements where there are particular pressures. Updated at 6.32 EDT. 2H ago 05.16 EDT. Hunt says the government is also supporting businesses though competitive tax policies and investment incentives. We have got an incredible opportunity in this country to be the most dynamic and innovative economy in Europe. And part of that is to have competitive business taxes. However, he says the government recognizes that there are other concerns plaguing UK business, including recruitment. 
Hunt explains the government addressed in his latest budget through extra childcare for working parents, as well as support for people with disabilities who are able to work from home because of new company policies. He also says the government has supported business by allowing for full expensing of business investments, a policy which is running for three years, but which he hopes will be made permanent. We have lagged France, Germany and the United States in terms of our business investment for many years, and that feeds through into our productivity. And we need to increase that and this is one of the ways that we can support additional investment by businesses. 2H ago 04.55 EDT Jeremy Hunt addresses business leaders at British Chambers of Commerce Conference. UK Chancellor Jeremy Hunt is addressing business leaders at the British Chambers of Commerce Conference at in London this morning. Jeremy Hunt has told businesses he understand concerns about tax levels. His first message is that cutting inflation, currently at 10.1%, is a priority. He says there is nothing automatic about bringing down inflation and that the Bank of England has strong support from the government in their efforts to bring it back to its target of 2%. Hunt adds that what he does on the fiscal side, in terms of tax and spending has an influence, but if markets judge that the government is not getting borrowing under control, they will again punish us with higher interest rates. For those worried about levels of taxes, I agree, Hunt says we have to get business taxes down. But he stresses that the worst tax of all is inflation. It's a tax for which you get nothing back in return, eating away at consumer spending and confidence and deterring businesses from investing. Cutting inflation, he says, has to be the overwhelming priority for this year. Updated at 5.01 EDT. 3H ago 04.20 EDT. Stellantis originally raised its concerns about the weak domestic supply chain for electric vehicle manufacturing in a submission to the The Business and Trade Committee. You can view that document in full here. Let's paraphrase their main points. There aren't sufficient battery production supply chains in the UK or Europe. This this is unlikely to change by 2025 or 2030, despite the fact that this is key to meeting the origin rules that require 45% of the value of an electric vehicle to be sourced locally under the post-Brexit trade and cooperation agreement. Importing parts to the UK will lead to higher costs and potential tariffs under post-Brexit rules. If carmakers source batteries from mainland Europe and China, as currently planned, they will face higher logistics costs since they'll have to transport the batteries from mainland Europe to the UK, plus additional potential tariff costs if they fail to meet origin rules. The potential consequences? Stellantis says costs will be passed on to the consumer, and unsustainable operations will eventually close, resulting in job losses. Stellantis says in the document, if the cost of EV manufacturing in the UK becomes uncompetitive and unsustainable operations will close. Manufacturers will not continue to invest and relocate manufacturing operations outside of UK, as seen with previously established UK manufacturers such as Ford and Mini. The closing of UK manufacturing will see significant job losses, the loss of a skilled workforce and a negative impact to the UK economy. 
3H AGOB 03.35 EDT Brexit tariff rules pose existential threat to UK car industry, academic warns. An economics academic has warned there is an existential threat to the UK car industry. David Bailey, professor of business economics at the Birmingham Business School, told the BBC Today programme that the stricter rules and increased tariff set to come into force next year would put British manufacturers at a competitive disadvantage. I think there is a kind of existential threat to the UK car industry. The rules in the Brexit agreement don't help the UK car industry either. If they can't meet those rules, they'll face a 10% tariff on cars made in the UK and exported to the EU and vice versa. That will put the UK at a competitive disadvantage. He added. Car makers have been saying for some time, they can't meet those rules as they tighten up, and they're going to potentially be facing tariffs. Updated at 3.48 EDT. For HGO 03.24 EDT. A bit of background about Stellantis, which is the fourth-largest automaker in the world. Its brands include Vauxhall, Peugeot, Citroën, Fiat, DS, Jeep, Alfa Romeo, Maserati, Abarth and Fiat professional brands in the UK, and it employs more than 5,000 people in the UK, including at two manufacturing sites, Ellesmere Port and Luton IBC. Stellantis Ellesmere port site is currently being redeveloped to build its fleet of small electric vans, including the Vauxhall Combo, Citroën Berlingo, Peugeot Partner, and Opel Combo. The company says it's moving towards becoming 100% electric, which is why the sourcing of its electric car parts that are affected by the Brexit trade deal are said to be so important. For H. Agob 03.15 EDT Labour Party leader Keir Starmer has weighed in, telling BBC Breakfast that the issues being raised by Stellantis are yet another sign that the Brexit trade deal needs to be improved. Stellantis has said it is unlikely to be able to keep its promise to make electric vehicles in the UK without changes to the trade agreement with the EU. The Labour leader said there were May barriers. That needed to be reviewed in any update to the Brexit deal and said that a future Labour government would aim to make things here in Britain to ensure a strong domestic supply chain. We need a better Brexit deal. Labour leader Keir Starmer spoke to hashtag BBC Breakfast after Stellantis, which makes Vauxhall, Peugeot, Citroën and Fiat, called on the government to renegotiate part of the Brexit deal or risk losing parts of its car industry, https colon slash slash t.co slash nmgd8wtbpq, pic.twitter.com slash nnz7zkb5 or 6. Starmer said. Look, we're not going to re-enter the EU. We do need to improve that deal. Of course we want a closer trading relationship, we absolutely do. We want to ensure that Vauxhall and many others not just survive in this country but thrive. Because there are jobs bound up, there are families watching this morning either employed by Vauxhall or a similar place who are deeply worried about what this means. So yes we need a better Brexit deal. We will make Brexit work. That doesn't mean reversing the decision and going back into the EU, but the deal we've got, it was said to be oven-ready, it wasn't even half-baked. So of course we've got to repair that, along with all the other things we'll have to repair if and when we are privileged to come into government. 
for H ago 03.05 EDT. Vauxhall maker to meet UK minister amid Brexit rule concerns. Good morning, and welcome to our rolling coverage of business, the financial markets and the world economy. We kick off the day with news that UK Business Secretary Kemi Badenoch is set to meet with bosses from Stellantis, the maker of Vauxhall, Peugeot, Citroën and Fiat, amid concerns that the car industry will struggle to meet new Brexit rules over where parts are sourced, due to in part to a weak domestic supply chain and surging inflation. The carmaker has the rules could force it to shut some of its UK operations, putting hundreds of jobs at risk. Those rules, which come into force next year, state that, unless manufacturers source 45% of the value of electric car parts from the UK or EU, their vehicles will be subject to a 10% tariff. Cars at the Vauxhall plant in Ellesmere Port, Cheshire But Stellantis says carmakers are struggling to source those parts within the UK and EU. That is due in part to a lack of UK battery plants and a strong domestic supply chain, while there have been speedier developments elsewhere. They are also being hit by a surge in the costs of raw materials. Stellantis bosses have said that the prospect of not meeting those origin rules and being hit with 10% tariffs will make the industry uncompetitive. So what to do? The company is set to discuss the matter with Badenoch later today to explore some solutions, which could include reviewing arrangements for manufacturing parts in Serbia and Morocco. There may be a push to influence ministers ahead of plans to renegotiate the trade deal in 2025, which was part of the original pact between the UK and the EU signed by Lord Frost in December 2020. Elsewhere, we'll be keeping an eye on the British Chambers of Commerce Annual Conference, where we're expected to hear from Chancellor Jeremy Hunt, Bank of England Andrew Bailey and Labour leader Keir Starmer. Stay tuned! The Agenda 10 a.m. British Summer Time, Eurozone CPI, Final, for April. 13.30 p.m. British Summer Time, U.S. Housing Starts, for April. 2.15 p.m. British Summer Time, Treasury Committee to question HMRC tax chiefs on abuse of tax reliefs in the UK tax system. AGMs, Deutsche Bank, Greggs, and Aston Martin. Most viewed.